Hey, everybody out there listening. How's it going? Thank you for listening to the Teriyaki Time Podcast. Welcome in. This is episode 15. And on today's episode, I got a special guest. My friend Adam was nice enough to come over and sit down for about an hour with me. And we chopped it up about a lot of things. A lot of different subjects were covered on this this episode. This is uh, still a learning experience, uh, having guests on the teriyaki time here. Kind of was a little nervous getting the butterflies out on the podcast here. You could kind of tell, I think. And well, you can definitely tell now because I'm saying it into a microphone, letting you guys know. But yeah, these guest episodes are still a work in progress. But I think with that being said, this was a pretty good one. Uh, I think I could improve on the interview aspect uh, of the guest episodes a little bit more, ask uh, more, you know, personal and in-depth questions that uh, might interest the listeners and give you guys a little bit of background information on how I know this person who is on uh, on the mic with me. My friend Adam, again, uh, thank you for coming on this week's episode of the Teriyaki Time, episode 15. I fuck it up at the beginning and the end. That's how you can tell I was nervous here for this <laughs> a little bit. Because I, I feel like there is some good chemistry between me and the homie. Uh, you know, I think he's a funny guy. And uh, I think the episode shows it. So hopefully Adam will be on more episodes. And without further ado, I'm going to stop talking. And here is episode 15. Hey, everybody out there. We got a hot one on our hands. This is episode 16 of the Teriyaki Time podcast, and I got a guest with me today. Believe it or not, it is the good friend, the good homie, Bray. Hey, hey, hey. Glad to be on, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you for coming out and doing this, dude. It's been a little while. It's been a little while coming here. Oh, yeah. 16 episodes in. I had to get my little, I had to get my footing down here before I could have more people on. Steve was, no, Steve was the second or fourth, fifth. Steve was the one. We, <laughs> we've lost count, but he was, he was one of the many guests, one of the numerous <laughs> yeah so we're recording in my living room today i've been uh setting up my snowboard here i got uh, the living room a mess but we're chilling we're hanging out i think i need to take the headphones off now because i'm too zoned in i need to get out of the zone a little bit here now you're gonna enter the correct zone with me the headphones off yay now i'm in the the real realm here the real world reality <laughs> so today is wednesday february what I think February 23rd. Make me look at my phone, damn it. At about 7 o'clock at night. There's not much going on the television, but we got it on in the background here. Just chilling. Uh, what you been up to today? What you been doing? Not much. So i uh, just been working. I work from home. I'm fortunate enough that uh, I you know, am able to do that. I don't want to get too... Well, yeah, we don't have to go into what you actually do, but we can get into the... I actually had that on my notes here when I, I knew you were coming on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I wanted 
So the work from home life, mm-hmm. do you enjoy that or do you think what do you, how do you feel about that? So it's it's kind of a bittersweet thing. For me, I um I really en- I really enjoy it because um you know, obviously you get to do things on your own time, you know, and just just little things like having like a snack when you're hungry or going to the bathroom when you need to, just little little shit like that. You know, it's nice to not like constantly be supervised. Obviously there is like a level of supervision with the level of work that you're putting out yeah it's definitely dope and uh you know it's it's been good for me because um when covid initially hit i um i definitely Wait, what 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 hit covid covid 19 i, I have you ain't never heard no i've never heard of it what oh shit <laughs> no when uh when covid hit initially <laughs> it honestly uh it took a pretty big toll on my mental health yeah i think it hit a lot of people in a lot of different ways but yeah man having to stay like just quarantined in your house for a while i think it hit a lot of people in the head too mentally yeah basically although i love it i can i'm starting to after you know like a a more than a little more than half a year in see the downsides of like less social interaction it's it's strange when you've had jobs your whole life that are working with people because prior to that i worked at um like a grocery store and customer service for like almost four years. And before that, another job working with people. So it's, it's been kind of, kind of strange being, uh, you know, someone of a, somewhat of like a, uh, like an extroverted person kind of being like just in a shell. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Oh man. Yeah. So I, I'm not, I've never worked from home. I've, I'm kind of envious of that position, but I can see how it would be like a double edged sword. Like after, like you said, like a year, I might get kind of like pent up in my house, but there's got to be, well, in the winter time, it's got to be worse too, because you exactly. can't really go outside and the sun's going down like a motherfucker so early, you know? Yeah, it definitely, um, it hits, it, it definitely affects you, affects you a little different, just like day-to-day social life, you know, just going out, running errands and shit, like talking to people, it's like, you know, sometimes you, uh, sometimes if I, have, I almost have to like warm up getting into like people mode, because I've like, yeah. I've been so out of it for so long almost i def i i hear what you're saying with that i feel that way pretty much every day dude (laughs) (laughs) anytime i'm going into an interaction i'm like overthinking it and i kind of just have to i don't know i'll i'll just be freaking out until i get through the situation sometimes or i'll just be like sometimes i just i'm overthinking it it's like i'm going through the self-checkout line at shaw's the the lady who's just supervising the whole area i'm freaking out whether or not i'm gonna have to say like have a good day or something <laughs> it's just meaningless <laughs> the little shit man it's the overthinking that kills it's like there's I no swear. <laughs> there's no need for this there's no need for this but i do it it's it's rough but nah, I, I feel you i think um, that a part of that has to do with the whole like the covid thing with everybody just being like locked inside but i think we're getting out of like the whole pandemic era, hopefully. I think a lot of places are like lifting their mask mandates and shit. Like I think Boston just lifted theirs yeah, for, I think, for indoor um, establishments, I believe. I don't know. Just on the screen in front of us now, I think it was saying New York's going to be lifting that. It said something about Kyrie being able to play back in MSG. So um, I was like, holy he shit. Save- New York's typically one of the more liberal states when it comes to that. So if they're li- if they're lifting the mandate, that's going to be... that's that's. A step in the right direction. Well, well yeah. So once once Kyrie brought the sage into the garden, I mean, they should have just <laughs> lifted all the mandates for Boston. Right? All they need is sage in, in the Barclays. Center. We were safe from that point forward. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> we didn't need anything else. Just the sage. <laughs> Kyrie. He's a modern day philosopher, dude. Do you think the Nets will actually do something in the second half? Is because I, I think KD is injured right now, too. Um, isn't yeah, he? I believe he is. Um I don't know. I think it'll be interesting to see with a like now a little bit of the spotlight more of uh on Kyrie. Um, especially if he's gonna be playing at home games, like see much seeing like actually what he's gonna do and like the level that he's gonna produce at. Oh, and they got Ben Simmons now too. The, oh yeah, Shit. they do have Ben Simmons now. So that's that's gonna be a different look. I'm not sure what the chemistry is gonna be like at first. I know Ben Simmons kind of uh, you know, has some things with some teammates at times. Yeah. And, I think uh, I saw a quote from Kyrie today that said like wait until you see us after we get out of this all star break. So <laughs> He's always saying shit like that. Kyrie <laughs> <laughs> loves to he loves to hype He's himself. <laughs> for real, for real, he does, dude. Yeah, the the Sixers might be a problem now too, with Harden and Embiid. Those two, I don't. I believe Embiid is like a winner. Uh, he just needs like the right like cast around him. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know about Harden necessarily, because he's always been set up for success, kind of like even in Houston. Like, even back with the Thunder, like, when they were in the finals. Yeah, yeah. I really think, I think Embiid is the kind of player that you can really build a championship team around. And because it's James Harden, it's just kind of like that that factor of, like, I don't know if it's going to work out. If it, if it were any other, like, superstar player joining up with Joel Embiid, we'd be like, holy shit, this is, you know, this is going to be it. But we've seen Harden before go to a new place. Hey, I'm going to Brooklyn. And... And, you know, everyone thinks it's going to be this is the next like super team or so, you know. Yeah. And that's part of the reason he wanted to leave. I think he's actually he may have turned that corner finally, because in Brooklyn, he was putting up numbers. But Kyrie kind of wasn't there. I think KD was on and off for mm. the first half of the season. Um, but there was like those debacles he had in game sevens with the Rockets where mm. he would just like go. What was it like one for like eight in the fourth quarter? Just absent yeah. in the fourth quarter. He. <sighs> It's it's hard to root for him. It's hard to say that he will succeed, but uh, because he he like he ate his way out of Houston too, like the fat Harden. Yeah, he really did. <laughs> Big Harden. He set the expectation for himself pretty low. So even if he does all right in Philly, I'll 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 be curious to see what that's like because I don't think um I don't think looking back people are gonna see his time on Brooklyn as like a success or anything that would, I think that's just kind of, you know, further, yeah. just not necessarily tarnishing his career, but the team hopping and stuff. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't look great for him, but if he wins a championship, maybe he's the next Matt Stafford. Yeah. No, he's in the <laughs> hall of fame. <laughs> that's one way to put it. <laughs> but the Celtics, I don't know. It, it'll be interesting to see the, the nets and the, the Sixers play each other. Obviously the heat are still there. Um, I think Gordon Gorgon Dragic just got traded to the Nets too, so it's like oh, a wow, point yeah. guard. Yeah, he's a good shooter. He's a good player. And then you got the what was it? The Hornets too. So the mm. East, the playoffs will be interesting. Definitely. The East is getting more interesting for sure. And right. as as Celtics fans, it's kind of sad because we're watching our team do what they can. Yeah, you know, they um they're coming together a little bit. But yeah, but we the, just we did have that nine game win streak. That was that was kind of huge. It's been interesting watching our two young stars, Jalen and uh, and Jason, ball out all season. But um, yeah, Ken, uh, Kendrick Perkins said, <clears throat> like 
a third of the way through the season, like a few months ago or a month or two ago, he was like, yeah, they, they can't work together. Like they need to be traded to succeed. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and that's, uh, that's when they started to like turn it up. So I don't know. I think that they, they probably can. I don't know. Did they reach their ceiling by hitting those conference championships? Like they were playing against LeBron. So it's hard to say. Mm-hmm. And if they trade, if they trade somebody, it would have to be like Jalen Brown. And I don't know. Jalen Brown's just too good of a player. I would rather see this whole process through. I'd rather, yeah, exactly. I'd rather be an average team with with these two players, like you said, or just trade Marcus Smart. We could trade Marcus Smart. Yeah, that is true. (laughs) That is true. We yeah, we just got Derek White too, who's been doing all right at that point guard position. Mm -hmm. But I I have heard Marcus Smart has been being like more of a point guard too. I haven't really been watching too many of the games, which is a problem. Yeah, (laughs) honestly, this season I haven't been as tapped into like every regular season game. Yeah. As previous seasons, but yeah, that's it's still my still definitely my most knowledgeable sport basketball. My primary. I need to learn more about UFC. You've been getting into the UFC a lot too, right? You've been playing like the games, and you've been watching more like the the yeah. pay per views and the highlights and everything. Yes, I like think when I hear you talk about it, I'm like, shit, I know less than he does. Yeah, no. So I'm, I've basically realized with, with the UFC, there is so much good content out there on the internet of like former fights and um, you know just like YouTube pages in particular that'll go over like the top top 10 or like top you know whatever it may be this style knockout or this style submission and just UFC and MMA in general it's it's do they always got some butt rock playing in the background yeah some butt rock (laughs) some nickelback you know it's kind of a back up I'll take you on yeah like Floyd said it's uh you know it's it's a sport for beer drinkers true skills to be in the sport of boxing and and mixed martial art is for beer, beer drinkers Boxing is for everybody. You know? No, I know. Um, <laughs> no, it's um, honestly, I've always considered myself really a casual to like uh, the fighting sports, um, MMA in particular. But I've just, I don't know, man, in the half, in the like the most recent like half year, year or so, I've just really got, re- really gotten drawn into it. I don't know. I, you know, started binge watching a lot of, you know, YouTube videos of just different fights and yeah, it's you know, definitely it's, it's cool to see all that shit. Like, I don't really understand any of it. I've never taken like a jujitsu class or a martial arts or karate or anything like right. that. It would be cool to get into like self defense kind of shit. Mm-hmm. I heard someone talking about the MMA. They were on Rogan, Joe Rogie's Rojogi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, he was saying like as uh, as he got as this guy gets older. Like, he used to be, like, a really big basketball fan when he was younger, like, into a lot of sports. But as he's getting older, he can't invest, like, that much time mm-hmm. into, like, each of these things. Because, like, at the end of the day, like, what is it really doing? It's just, like, entertainment. Right. Know? He's like, all right, if I'm going to throw away a couple hours just to, like, watch on TV, what do I really not want to miss? And he's like, the UFC is probably one of the top things. Like, if it's only on you know, once every or twice every month on a Saturday or something, he can invest those few hours. Exactly. And it, yeah, it made a lot of sense. It's like, I can invest more into like football too because it's one day. It's like mm-hmm. one morning, you know, it's appointment viewing pretty much. And the UFC is kind of that same way. It's Saturday night, get mm-hmm. together with your friends, whatever, <clears throat> watch the fights. Yeah, man, I think, I think uh, UFC or MMA in general is just such a captivating sport. 
as as someone who uh yeah like i i everybody I, loves watching like fights and yeah just, yeah just i mean like blood rushing i know? i absolutely love sports don't get me wrong i've um you know played sports growing up i still watch like pretty much all the major you know the big big four or whatever from boston yeah guy. but like yeah guy boston sports guy you know <laughs> um be a man <laughs> but um no basically i've like you know, even when I'm watching the Celtics or, you know, even when I get the Patriots on, it's always kind of like a background thing. You know, I'll have the game on. But in addition to that, I'll be playing Xbox and, you know, doing other things. When when UFC's on, when the fights are on, that is all I'm fucking doing. <laughs> you know, so like true. you are you are on the edge of your seat for like the for five minutes straight yeah you know like if you turn away for half a second you could miss a knockout yeah or someone getting their arm broken <laughs> it's <laughs> like, it's yeah. so hard to to naturally not look away and it's it's so exciting and I, it's i i don't know i've kind of uh as the sports bec- the sport has become more like normalized over the years and stuff i'm i've thought about it myself and i'm like you know a lot of times people think of like the stereotypes of people like mma fans and stuff and i'm like you realize the everyday person is now at the point where like they're an MMA fan. There's really not a like a stereotype anymore. Like, yeah. You know, as far as like you know, I like I was joking about the Floyd Mayweather thing. You know, other things from yeah. back in the day. So I was definitely into it uh, when it was first starting out, but it was like you said, like that more dude who's in the gym wearing the tap out T shirt. Yeah, it's like yeah. All like juiced up. Or maybe not even juiced up, whatever. He's just like in your face about it. It's like, oh, if you don't know, you don't watch MMA, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? and now it's definitely more popular. Like, there's what it's been around for a while, but I think Bellator is like a whole different uh, MMA oh, yeah. like organization. So yeah, if and, UFC is the number one. Bellator is like the number two in the world. So, so there's yeah. like a there's enough of a market of MMA fans where there's like a whole second you know production of this shit so mm-hmm. and they have them all over europe and shit too so there's in japan and obviously and stuff so this it stuff's been it's been a growing sport and like i said just the normal just the like the normal everyday people are now becoming fans i think dude, literally like a few years ago when when trump was still present he was he was literally at one of the fights oh, cheering yes. on i think it was like colby covington or something like <laughs> that's that. where i remember that he, yeah um yeah. Like, I remember would, Rogan had a picture with it. And he's just like, that's Trump in the background. Like, who would have thought from the days of, like, 1995 when, like, Senator John McCain was trying to get the sport banned? Like, who would have thought it would have got to the point where it did where st- a standing president goes to a UFC match? That's it's crazy. pretty crazy. Trying to get it banned. Wow. Yeah, that was that was a thing back in the day. And um, definitely, like, the Arizona and stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's wild. Yo. Did you celebrate uh, two two Tuesday two, yesterday? Oh, oh man, two twenty two of two thousand twenty two. Did you celebrate two two Tuesday? Uh, I mean, I don't I, know what the fuck. Honestly, I, I don't know what that means outside of the context of being a Kanye fan. And um, oh, was Donda supposed to drop? Donda two was supposed to drop. I saw a lot of people celebrating this, and I don't know why. I don't know what the significance is either. I, that was a complete sarcastic joke. Yeah. There. No, I sarcastic question, but I <laughs> I don't know why people were celebrating it. I saw people celebrating it. He did. Uh, so I think he did one of those live performances. You know how like. Um, oh, I saw Jack Harlow doing this. Yeah, yeah. 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 So back when Donda won, not back when it wasn't too long ago, but when he was doing yeah, um, it was like a year ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Barely something like that. Um, 
when he was doing the Don to One thing, you know how he like sold out the Mercedes Benz Arena and like did yes. like a huge like but basically packed the stadium and did a live performance. He did that on two two two, which was yesterday, right? Yep. And uh, Tuesday, there were so I didn't see too much of it. I just had mostly saw a few clips online and a few memes and things. But um, he did do something like similar to that. I, I don't I don't know if it was the same stadium, but he had like a a live like streaming session where like everyone there got to hear basically the album first i don't know man i've seen like a lot of memes and stuff about like the audio fucking up a few of the clips that i've heard you know kanye will be singing like he was going to sing the song jail and like the auto tune was just absolutely fucked up and he threw the mic just like fuck this shit and like just walked (laughs) off spazzing out yeah yeah (laughs) it seemed like there was rain coming down or there was like a pool of water that they were standing in yeah they they did do something with the water the other big thing uh, it was really dark no lights the thing that i've seen the most about is all the the playboy cardi shit he came out with he came out with like face paint on man he came out with like the most (laughs) wild outfit and uh he was just like making weird noises the whole time (laughs) that's Um, his thing though right yeah yeah he started um like at one point the stadium went from dark to light and when it turned light he started like shrieking like a vampire and shit it was vamp life vamp life yeah i think that's what he vamp life i believe so i think vamp life i believe that's what the kids say (laughs) the fans that are into him so um vamp life baby yeah that yeah so i don't think he i heard something that kanye wasn't going to be streaming the album yeah so i can't i i've been busy the past couple days so i really haven't looked into it much other than when i go on spotify and look i know it's not there i don't know where he like where he released the album or how you can listen to it quite yet that's bullshit dude it's kind of it's weird it's it's definitely marketing to like make people want it more right yeah it's, it's kind of a weird thing i didn't really I know I said this earlier, but my ex- my expectations were are low with Kanye as far as dropping albums go because um, with Donda and with pretty much all, every record before every album that he's done, like the past two or three, he's he's delayed like majorly, mm. um, you know. And I didn't think of it that way. Yeah. So um, so over under two and a half Pete <laughs> Davidson threats. <laughs> oh my Donda god. Two. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's he's already got one. Right? Oh yeah, he's got Was one. Is that a single off of it? There's, or? I've heard some like clippets, like some some um, bits of like him in the studio the, of songs that haven't come out yet, of where he he's still going at him. Like so, he's he's done maybe two, three, four different things in song now, like going after him. <laughs> you know, I don't know what he's going for with this. That's so lame. Yeah, but know. you know what? If it helps him, man. If that's his therapy, you know. <laughs> Dude, Pete, just give Kim back. What are you doing? Just give her back. Just give her back, man. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want these problems with Yay. Good for Pete Davidson, a kid from Staten Island, banging right. Kim Kardashian. Who would have imagined? Dude? <laughs> he, Such- that's that's the dream right there, dude. Yeah. The the, pic, the pictures of Kim like taking the ferry to Staten Island. <laughs> <laughs> It's legendary. Like, one of the most influential women in the world. <laughs> Pete's like, hey, you want to watch some Netflix? <laughs> oh, I can't do a Pete Davidson on the mic. <laughs> I can't do that. It was terrible. We were talking about rap music. Yeah. I want to talk a little bit about the kind of rap that got you into rap music. You know okay. what I'm saying? The kind of rap that, um, you know, like the stuff that you listened to younger, when you were younger, growing up. Yeah. Some of your more influential years. If I think back... Uh, before 
I really even listened to rap, uh, probably the Beastie Boys yeah! is going to be like oh, shit. when I was real young, like elementary school. And I, th- I really didn't consider that rap even. I considered mm-hmm. that rock because all the samples they would use, uh, right. the album License to Ill, it was like they would use Led Zeppelin samples on half of the tracks. Mm-hmm. But then going into high school, more like middle school, high school-ish, I probably listened to Young Jeezy was one of the first. Yeah. You stole that from me. <laughs> I was going to say that. Keep going. Well, it's right, it's, no, it's right around that time, like yeah. 2005-ish. And that was probably one of the first. Or, or Mike Jones. Mike Jones. Oh him and God. Mike Jones. That was it. I remember back in sixth grade. He had the Mike <laughs> Jones. Dude, that was the hottest song. Um, Everyone knew the name. But. Uh, I, I listened to that because they were popular, you know, rap songs. Mm. I didn't really think about any of uh, like the beats or anything or the lyrics, right. the stuff that like makes hip hop and rap good to me now, obviously. Right. And yeah, I think uh, once I was like a junior or sophomore junior, I started listening to uh, Lil Wayne, like Wiz Khalifa, like stoner-esque mm. rap, um, started like going back to like 90s hip hop and stuff like doing like research on stuff mm-hmm. uh, and then Kid Cudi hit uh, which was pretty big oh yeah Cudi that was that was like right in our early high school years yeah our like sophomore year I think mm-hmm. so those are probably some of the big ones yeah and what about you for me on it, it's funny Jeezy was, was the first one you said I would probably say um, so like I my parents didn't really listen to a whole lot of music growing up when you know when I was younger so um I kind of found like rap music just through exploring, you know, what I liked. You know, a lot of it was what's on VH1 or MTV. But um, oh yeah, I'd say yeah. like 2005, 2006, I really started to get into it. And like, you know, like right before, right before middle school, and uh, Jeezy, Ti. Oh yeah. Um, you know, let me think. Fifty Cent. T- King of the Oh Fifty um, Cent. The, yes. And that, uh, oh, yeah. of course, the game, uh, a personal favorite of mine. Mm-hmm. But no, that was kind of. Um, that was kind of like my earliest introduction into rap. That was the music that I had definitely listened to the most. And then, like a lot of people had, I kind of had like a, just a really strange, call it like a screamo phase in middle oh, school. yes. Where yeah. I listened to a lot of music like that's that. just yeah. objectively bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a lot of people like it. A lot of people yeah, still listen to yeah, that Yeah, I mean. I, uh, I don't prefer it. Yeah. I don't <laughs> I don't go out of my way to listen to it. No, I feel you on that. But um no, I remember there was um it was basically a time where I was getting back into rap music back around like maybe 2009, 2010, 2011, you know, and uh I can I I can definitely credit you with a lot of the stuff, you know, that I was listening to back then. I remember there was a lot well, of stuff you. that you put me on to, you know, just like some of the classics that we look back on now. Like I think one of my first times hearing Cabin Fever by Wiz was like, you know, upstairs oh, yeah. in your room, you know, smoking a blunt, <laughs> just good old times, you know, like that. Yeah, well, you put me onto a lot of music too. I remember mm-hmm. listening to uh, Good Kid, Mad City in my my room up there on like the iHome dock. Oh where yeah, you could yeah. Put the iPhone or i yeah into the charging station, or uh, riding around in your car. What was it? You showed me ASAP Rocky. Definitely. Rocky, yep. That was a, that was another one I wanted. To, like we um. When we were in kind of our more influential days in like high school and stuff, we we were actually blessed with some really good rap, some really good hip hop acts. Yeah. Between 
you know, Kendrick ASAP, Joey Badass, like you said, Kid Cudi. That's like objectively good. Like, yeah. I, I, I want to ask, like, were, were we biased, you know, because we went through that phase and we're young and that's the music that's coming out for us. I wonder that all the time, man. Because the kids, you know, now are listening to all this shit. It's like, but there are some good ones still, like Baby, Jack Harlow. Yeah, like, yeah. There's still some good. I don't know. <laughs> it, it's interesting. Like, I, I still love a lot of my favorite music, obviously all, all rap music. A lot of my favorite stuff is, you know, a lot of that stuff that drill music. Yeah, drill. I'm, I love key. my, love my. Uh, yes, R.I.P. Fredo. <laughs> <laughs> I like to listen to a lot of stuff from like that time, man. Like you know, like the '09 to like 2015 era, and then sometimes you know I like to go back to the mid 2000s and shit. And then, like you said, you'll I'll, sometimes I'll throw it back to like the you know the '90s and mm. um you know and and it can even go earlier than that. So yeah, I don't know. Mu- it's music is crazy. Uh, it's one of those things like. If you haven't heard a song in like a couple years or, you know, however long and you hear it again, it can like take you back to the first time you heard it. Yeah. You can like, you know, be put there, which is kind of that's what uh, happens when I listen to Kanye songs. Like I really didn't get into Kanye, his earlier stuff until like high school, pretty much. Mm -hmm. I heard some of his popular stuff, uh, like Stronger and shit, like all that, Mm -hmm. Uh, like The Good Life. But I didn't really get into him until high school. And now when I listen to one of those songs, because I don't listen to him all the time, um, it like takes me back to like high school and shit. So it, it makes me think of uh, like older people now, like when they hear <laughs> like a song from like the 80s or uh, something, they're probably like, whoa, life was so much different. Right. <laughs> I think that's, I heard that song. That's kind of like what they were going for with the halftime show, you know? They were oh, just yeah. like trying to strike that nostalgic chord with like just the right audience. Which is weird. We're like right on the the cusp of that. It's like when I see like Snoop Dogg like in the courtroom on his death row day, (laughs) it's like stuff like that. Like I kind of relate to it, but I don't have that nostalgic feeling necessarily. You know, it's like I I relate to it, but not fully. When I see Fifty Cent or uh, Cameron in like a pink. (laughs) Oh man, that brings me right back. We were both born in 95. So I mean that, that really, we were kind of, we were really young when a lot of the big stuff in hip hop was happening. And I mean, even before we were alive. Shit like that. I mean, I'm thinking, (laughs) Dipset. I was, I was thinking like, you know, like Pac and shit like that, but yes, we can go with Dipset. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh man. I don't know, man. I just, uh, Shit was different back then. I think um, new rap is is just so much different. I kind of stopped. There was kind of distinctly a point for me where I stopped paying attention to new rappers. You know how the um, like the double XL does like their freshman class. Oh yes. So I respected that. At yeah, one point. I respected that up until it was 2016. That was li- for me. It was the, that was like the last year. Do you that, know who was on that? Yes, cypher? that was oh. the 2016 was. Um, <laughs> That was the one with Dave, uh, Dave East, uh, Lil Uzi Vert, who's a personal favorite. So of mine. far, two respectable artists. Uh, Kodak, okay, uh, Twenty One Savage. Wow, um, Anderson Pack. Oh, so you're saying this is the last good one? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, so like, I'm thinking, like, I, I, I always felt pretty up on music, rap music, and like just the shit culturally up until then. But like, I don't know, man. Like the new, the brand new shit. You know, the NBA young boys, the Pooshies, little Tekka, little oh, the little Tekkas, the little Moseys, Tyler, you know, the 
the Playboy Cardis, like we said. Yeah, I guess you gotta those names. Like, do they stick with the younger people? They must if they if they're popular. You know, I don't know. All I know, you can only have so many names in rap, and you gotta come up with shit like that. Yeah, then you gotta start doing the acronyms and shit. It's interesting. All I know is uh, when they cut to um when they cut to Jay Z. I think it was at the uh, the Super Bowl, and it was with his daughter. She was wearing. Ivy was wearing a shirt that said like NBA Youngboy on it, and I'm just looking. I'm just looking at it like, God damn! Like you are, like w- one of the greatest rappers of all time. You should. You gotta be coaching. You gotta be putting your daughter on to better shit than that. Like, come on! <laughs> you're Jay Z, and your your daughter's out here with an NBA Youngboy shirt. Yeah, I mean, no disrespect if that's your thing. That's I'm really. It's not. <laughs> it's not. For me or my generation, I don't think I've listened to the music, and um, you know I like a lot. I like a lot of trap music. Um, I like some drill music, like you were saying jokingly, but like stuff, stuff like um, yeah, it's like Young Boy is just not. It's not it. I listen to me. that stuff to get like hyped up sometimes right. if it comes on. Yeah, what do you think is on at Jay Z and Beyonce's house just for music in the background? Like, is it some jazz or um, they got? Do they got Chief Keef going? Do they well, got apparently when boy? the kids are on, they got some young boy slapping. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Um, they got ape shit bumping <laughs> in the background. Ye- 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 <laughs> oh, that's a that's an ad lib classic. Yeah, I'll probably shout drop. out the Migos. They had a great run when we were in. That was like right after high school for us. That was uh, 20, 2014 Migos. through that's like right. twenty eighteen. They were fucking on top of it, man. What was the? I can't remember the song. Was it? It's T shirt. Where they're <laughs> they're dressed up at like the uh, it's like Red Dead gear. They got the oh the yeah, coats, they got like pelts the fur on them. coats. Yeah. <laughs> they go to the tent and they're like, "Hey, twenty five t shirt, seventeen five, same color t shirt, <laughs> <laughs> twenty five, same color t shirt." <laughs> Oh my god, that From album! That... that album had all the classics. That was bad and bougie. That was slippery. Yes, um, I think oh that was god. like 2016. So that's when, or 2017. I'm sorry. So that, that was, was that was it for them. They were, after that, I kind of that stopped. was peak Migos. Obviously, they've they've fallen pretty far since then. <laughs> they had everybody at the uh, the NBA All Star halftime show. They did they any DJ Khaled, any the Atlanta rapper. They had the literally Migos, Gunna, Lil Baby. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm I'm saying half these names like I listen to their music a lot. <laughs> Just I can't say I've heard many little baby songs. That's that's another one I I can't really fuck with. I mean, Da Baby is another story. Da Baby, very respectable rapper, respectable dude. I fuck with them. Even you know, like you said, there's some outliers like him, Jack Harlow. You gotta love Jack Harlow. He's a fucking he, gives his nail tech five thousand a week yeah. just to keep her quiet. Can we t- <laughs> can we talk about it, the nail tech song for a second? Yeah, this, is, this, is, <laughs> <laughs> this song just came out. It's popular now, and it's probably not going to be popular ever again. But when I first heard this song, when I heard nail tech, I was thinking, you know, perhaps he's nailing a technical free throw. <laughs> <laughs> You know, someone like, someone just called him something on the the court. Yeah, yeah. And no, now, but, <laughs> that's a technical foul, sir. You can't do that. He's been in the celebrity all star game two years in a row. He's been he he's made songs about several songs about the NBA, about Tyler Hero and whatever. 
So I, I assumed when I first saw it, I was like, oh, he's he's making a song about nailing, nailing technical shots. That's like, a, let's hear it. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. See, when I first saw that he came out with the song <laughs> Nail Tech, I, I thought it implied that he was having sexual relations with his nail tech. <laughs> but after further review, <laughs> it turns out, if you watch the music video, uh, it seems like he's bringing multiple women to the nail tech to treat them. That's right. That's that's what I gathered after after listening to the song. I haven't seen the video. And he's giving his nail tech so much so many clients and he's paying her well that sh- she's keeping quiet to each of the side pieces of wow. Jack Harlow. What really a, intricate song. Yeah, what a thing to make a song out of. <laughs> that can't be that can't be something that that someone would lie about. Who would go to that that or those sort of lengths to lie? Uh, I, I I feel he's like probably he's probably nailing a lot. Yeah, I feel like I he's actually he's out here lot, giving yeah. that nail technician a lot of service. And shout out to anyone in that industry. That's probably a tough industry, especially right now with COVID. <laughs> 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 Those motherfuckers out here fucking, you know, they're right in people's face. Mask they're, up. Uh, yeah, shout, hands shout out in the techs, face, you know? dude. Yeah, dude. That's <laughs> but, a close contact point. You got to watch out for that. Ab- absolutely. The first half of that song is good. The second half is, I got to listen to it more. Yeah, it's, it's too wordy. It's it's honestly, it's not that good a song. I just I had to mention it now because it's <laughs> it's happening now and it's it's never happening again. It's not a very good song. It's less than a five out of ten. His song, it's probably about as good as uh, Snapchat stories. I have that in my notes here. Um, do you ever like do the explore page on Snapchat, or s- you see the explore page and it's like oh like kitchen cleaning hack or something or like watch this oddly satisfying you like hit it yeah they're like underneath the regular stories yeah 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 those things suck yes <laughs> yes they do because <laughs> half of the time they'll show a picture of something and it's like oh you click on it and then you get through the whole f- feed it's like two and a half minutes of shit and it didn't even show the thing that it was displaying <laughs> on the front of the picture i fucking hate it <laughs> damn that is that my my quarrel with that is not even that I I actually don't I can't say I've ever intentionally clicked on one of those. My only complaint now is that like I'll I'll just you know instinctually like anyone else open their phone and you know like view all my all you know Snapchat stories or whatever just to you know just instinctually. Oh, yeah. What I hate now is when you view all like all of your your friends' stories, it automatically takes you into those those like reels that you're talking about yeah. and shit. Where it's showing you, you know, like milk boys shit and like, <laughs> dude, like, you know what? I it's I I'm didn't like, even who think, are these people? What the fuck is this? Didn't even think of this when I brought it up. So that happened to me today. And guess whose page I fucking it popped up? Dan Bilzerian. Oh shit, he's oh I'm sure he's another Snapchat favorite. Dude, he's on a boat and uh, in his bedroom. I'm on a boat. <laughs> I'm, on a boat. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's a shout out to another old song from like '06. <laughs> He fucking, in his bedroom, he's got a nitrous tank that's like up to his head. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right? I'm like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> you out in open water, there's no laws, you just got nitrous balloons, and he's got like four or five girls with him, and they're fucking like hitting the balloons you, too. I'm you like, know, you know you... he paid all of them to be there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he probably scammed all of them, like that Netflix scammer, dude. Oh, yeah, the... the, the... Tin, the tinder swindler the tinder swindler i think on one of those sno- uh stories though i saw did you hear about that bear in california the like 500 or 600 pound bear i might 
be getting the weight wrong. But the the bear in California that's like breaking into people's homes. No, I didn't see that. So the <laughs> that interests me though. I love wildlife shit like that. I don't know what kind of bear it is. I want to say it's a brown bear, but it might be a black bear. Uh, it's really big for its whatever kind of bear it is, and it's been breaking into people's homes in in California, and just like it's gotten into people's <laughs> wines, like wine cellars, and it gets into people's trashes, and it's Jesus. it's gotten so dependent now on like people's trash and breaking into people's homes. That it's like not aggressive towards humans and it can't be put back into the wild. <laughs> that is that is extremely strange. And they name the bear Hank too. Wow, and they name it too. Leave it to the one state really that doesn't have any firearms in it to <laughs> to have a, bra- a a dangerous animal like that just roaming around. Nothing <laughs> anyone can do about it. Not a like. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what the hell is going to happen with that. I heard about that yesterday or today and that's that's crazy, man. That makes me think of of like Russia, what they do over there with bears, kind of bringing us bringing me back to like the 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 MMA thing. I like, you know, if you're if you're a UFC fan, you've probably seen that video of uh oh, Khabib. Khabib. No, uh I'm sorry, Habib is how you pronounce it. <laughs> Habib uh Nurmagomedov wrestling a bear when he was just 9 years old or something like that. I don't know, man. You always, I always see videos out of Russia of bears doing things that just are t- like they shouldn't be doing. They're just human like, you know, they're like trained. Yeah. It's crazy. They they domesticate these things. So it's it's weird that they're doing that like kind of in the US almost. No, oh, okay. So the the new Jackass movie, they have a, a sketch where they uh hook this guy, they strap him into a chair and they have a a lie detector test set up and they have like a uh, shock like set up on the chair. So once he lies, like once they shock him and then they take everybody out of the room and they, they fucking pour honey on his crotch and put salmon in his lap. And then they bring in a bear. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. It's pretty it's pretty wild. Wow. I haven't seen the movie. It sounds like they haven't they haven't changed much of the they, they're still going hard with it. Very. Wow. <laughs> wow. And yeah, the bear gets like right up into this dude's crotch, starts eating the salmon. And then Johnny Knoxville, he has the he fucking he has the electric gun still and he shocks him while he's in the chair. So the bear's probably like half a foot away from this guy and he's like, mm, he starts shaking. And the bear just starts getting closer and closer. And then it cuts to the uh, the handler of the bear. And he's like, I got to go in. I got to go in. Yeah, I was <laughs> takes him out. Even with a quote unquote trained bear, that's got to be fucking dangerous. Holy shit. Yeah. It was like five <laughs> seconds after they took the bear out, everybody's in the room with the guy and he's just like shaking still. He's like, is it over? Is it over? <laughs> I gave that guy trauma. Man. Oh my God. <laughs> Fucked. It's um, crazy. They're still they're still doing it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Fucking with a bear, man. If I saw a bear that's the only thing that deters me from going on like hikes and shit by myself. If I were to be caught up with a wild animal. If I saw a bear, I don't know what the hell I would do. I couldn't stop it or try to like be big or something or be a ball. Right. I think you're supposed to be a ball with a bear. I think you're not supposed to move much. Um, obviously, unless they're charging towards you, then you'd probably want to run. Probably. That's just... I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't Did you know. see the video of the... Uh, I think it was in Montana, the kid who was on a trail and he saw... I think it was a cougar cub go across the trail and then right after its mom 
like gets on the trail and starts walking towards him. I, I did see that one. That that gave me like made my hands sweat, gave me chills because he's just backing up for like a quarter, half a mile at least, just being mm-hmm. like, ah, I'm big, I'm big. That's, that's <laughs> fucked. Honestly, in a in a situation like that, in a place or you know in a state where it's legal, I think um, yeah, you want to defend yourself. Yeah, like possibly anyway, you know, can pretty much carrying. if you think your life is in danger. I'm not gonna fucking. Yeah, I was going to say to like, an little, animal, dude, a little like open carrying like a 357 revolver or something like that, like might be the idea, a little like, you know, trail piece if you're actually worried about something like that. But that's you need to be accurate and quick too. yeah, get that shit. Definitely. I remember uh, I think it was Brendan Schaub. He's like a UF, a former UFC fighter. He's a comedian. Now, oh, yeah, like I see podcaster him on podcast a lot. Guy. He was talking to Rogan about uh, like mountain biking and seeing uh, like cougar like tracks and shit. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, so I brought my knife out with me. It's like a small little blade. And Rogan's like, Jesus Christ. That's not going to do shit against the fucking cougar. Oh, my God. If it comes within the, the stabbing range that you have, it's going to claw you. You're probably going to get like infected. You're going to get fucked up. Oh, my God. Yeah. Even like, with the gun, that's one of the last animals I'd want to. Yeah. I'd want to have to. They're quick. Like, Mm-mm. Jesus. Yeah, good luck with your knife, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> what you got on your list? What you got there? Do you want to talk about Pakistan? Yeah, let's have... Wait, you want to talk about Ukraine and Russia first? We could talk about that first. And then maybe we can lead into Pakistan, that it's in the bug. Pakistan's Everything in the bug! that has to do with Pakistan and, and India, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you see, Pakistan is number one, and Ukraine is the number one thing that Russia wants right now, too. Right? I think yes. Um, oh, why am I fucking with the mic? I don't need to be doing that. Yeah, what are you doing over there? Uh, no, I am. Um, I don't. I'm honestly not as informed on on that as I should be. I believe, in the sense that I don't know Russia's. Well, um, we're going to war. I know. We, it's I know already we said done. I know we we <laughs> no, might. I'm be. kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, no. Um. I I don't Get out know from the under exact motives of Russia, but I know shit um, definitely hasn't been looking good the past like week or two. And um, what was it? Biden said, you know, we have a certain number of troops that are, you know, stationed at the border or whatever. Yeah. So I think we have troops not in Ukraine, but in like surrounding countries. Which oh, I'm not, OK. So which I'm not actually... sure what they are. It's like Latvia or something stupid like that. All the know, countries all were the good. Tall white basketball players. <laughs> it's Porzingis land. Shout out Donches. Porzingis. Shout out Jokic. But I, I'm pretty sure we are giving supplies to the Ukraine right now, but not sending soldiers in. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if the Ukraine is actually a part of NATO. Or... I believe they are a part of NATO. Okay. And that's part of like our ob- our obligation there, I believe. Mm. I think that's kind of where it gets tricky because we can't obviously do nothing in a situation like that. I think we, um, to my knowledge, too, we also like promised to protect Ukraine. There was a deal that was made a few years back where if they like denuclearized for like, um, mm. you know, like or, or like got rid of their arms or something that we would like then basically take care of them if something like this were to happen. And uh, unfortunately, it's fucking happening. And I don't think we expected that. But uh, we got to. We got to show up now. We got a decision that has yeah, to be made. I guess we made that promise. And it's like. Well, fuck. They, uh, Damn, they're man. invading over there. I guess, guess we got to. We're men of our words. Yeah, and Russia has been trying to do shit like this for a little while now, too, right? I, I've been hearing, like, in 08, Putin tried to do something. He tried to, like, occupy a territory. Mm-hmm. 
or something like that. There's been various things through our lifetime of wild overreach of, of just Russia going into other countries and, you know, nearingly starting like another world war and shit like that. So this is like, I mean, this is one of the few times this has happened in our lifetime. And, and I think also one of the several times, this might not be the first time with Ukraine, haven't they? Hmm. I think Ukraine has been threatened by Russia very closely before. I believe so, because so. I, um, I think when it was the Soviet Union, I think the capital was in the Ukraine, too. Hmm. So that's part of the reason why they want it back, or at least they say they want it back. Um, I don't know why. I feel like I need to like tread lightly on this subject. I feel like Putin is listening to our conversation right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want. I, I also just don't know anything about this either. Yeah, I don't. It's know. just a hot button topic right now. But I don't know. Could you see us actually going to war with Russia? Like, dude, that's we've been in a like a cold war for forever since whatever, like World War Two, right, or something. Most people would argue that it ended in in ninety one when um when the Berlin uh wall fell. Oh yes, okay. But at the same time, relations with Russia even after 91 have always um it's kind of been like a one of the, the biggest difficulties that the united states has faced with um international relations i could definitely see us amping up the the stuff that we're doing now like uh, i think we put sanctions on certain things in europe that like russian people with money like use for something see i'm speaking completely out of yeah, my ass right now out of nowhere <laughs> That's good though. That's what we want. Some some misinformation is good. This is a really a comedy podcast. Dude, I'm smart as a motherfucker, dude. I got Biden in my pocket right now. Yeah. Hey man. What's up? What's up, man? <laughs> you know the deal, dude. He's a bad guy. Yeah, so my point there, I could see us ramping up like more Cold War acts, like indirect shit. I don't think I could ever see us like in like full on troop like soldiers on the ground in like Russia or soldiers on the ground here. Like we would maybe be fighting in the Ukraine if anywhere. Exactly. With my limited knowledge, I got, I got to agree with what you said. I don't think it would be war. What we think of when we think of like world war two, like mm. infantry soldiers, just, you know, sh shooting at each other, going at it. I think, I think it kind of starts with like probably like trade and things like that. And then um, when it, if it, if it does progress from there, I think it's going to look more, Probably like nuclear and yeah, like remote, you know, what, what most people would imagine, I would think. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's just like the, the nature of war now, like in the future too, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, unless you really need to put troops on the ground in a place, you probably aren't willing to do that in most uh, in most cases, like America or Russia or China, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, war. That's really fun to talk about, right? Right. Oh, well, God. we live in the U.S., so we 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 got to. I mean, we COVID's over. Let's talk about war. Let's talk about war. Let's go. We got to keep that machine moving. Our our country's been involved in them for a while, so you know that's part of what we do. Mm -mm -mm. Speaking of war, we want to talk about this little war between maybe two of the greatest countries ever. Kind of a cultural war. Oh, you mean uh, India and Pakistan? India and Pakistan. Yes. Yeah, yeah so, uh, there was, uh, I, I saw a video recently of a school in Pakistan pledging their allegiance to the country of Pakistan, and at the same time, um, shitting on India. When I will grow up, I will be an army and save Pakistan and destroy India. 
<laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I had seen, I saw the same video. Um, I didn't previously know much about uh, Pakistan or like their school system. It's clearly like a, a public school situation, but the things they, they, the things they must teach them there are uh, very uh, patriotic. And They're filled with passion. Filled with passion. Those kids have fire in their heart. I love Pakistan. I will sacrifice my life for Pakistan. I love Pakistan. We all love Pakistan. Pakistan, we love our country. Pakistan, Zindabad. Pakistan, Zindabad. And uh, yeah, they're very, um, you could say that their rival uh, nation is uh, is India. You know, I yeah. think... Um, like cr- uh, cricket is a huge sport in both those countries, for example, and I know those um, the cricket teams are are huge rivals. Um, yeah, so not only uh, cricket, uh, they actually don't like each other's religion either. Okay, I think that <laughs> might, I believe that has something to do with it as well. I'm right because Pakistan and India were one. There were one India at one point, and then I think I'm going to get this wrong, but Pakistan left for uh, the Islamic religion. What? Don't, I'm I pretty don't sure know if that's right. I believe. I think you're right in the sense that because um, India is Hindi, India is Hindu. mostly Hindi, and yeah. pa- Pakistan is mostly mu- Muslim. Yeah. So uh, I, I, I def- definitely think you're right about that. And that's yeah. I think that's the major thing that they disagree on. But also cricket, cricket you know, too. They you know, that's fucking, a big. That's a big one, man. Yeah, cricket's important. I don't know how to fucking play cricket, but Indians and Pakistanis do. That's for sure. <laughs> So you're you're on Team India. I'm on. Uh, I I think I'm riding with Team India. <laughs> I love those people, man. I think a lot of people are on Polite, your side. Patient. Um, nothing wrong with virtuous. being Pakistani, though. You know. No, we love Pakistan too. We love we love both those countries. Dude, imagine if they could uh, come together as one. They would have over two billion people in one. That would be wild, and perhaps they could all all be in the bag together. Pakistan. Dude, that's what it's all ultimately about. That's like America. If we could stop choosing sides, if we could come together, yeah. If people could just stop watching like television news, yeah, that's pretty much like ninety percent of it. Yeah, and they just need to watch, you know, kids in Pakistan. My pledge is to help people who are uh, who need uh, for like poor, uh, people uh, money and all this. He, he's going to help the people in Pakistan. Great to sacrifice my own life for Pakistan. That's the spread grid. Yeah. These kids, these, look, these I'm just going to cut very, the clip in here. Like, you you, you got to put the clip in. <laughs> I'm just going to cut it in and out. The, the best, one of the, one of the best parts about that clip is the, the teacher who's clearly a public school teacher who's encouraging like all the shit that's being said. And you, yeah. She just repeats basically. Yeah. It's, <laughs> the kid who's she's like, gassing him up. I want to be a pilot. 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 Yeah, he's a pilot. Great. He's going to be a pilot. 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 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Number one pilot. Like, God damn, that's the kind of energy I need when I graduate. Where was that when we were graduating from anything? Middle school, high school, fuck college. I didn't get shit like that when we were done with college. They're like, oh, third grade. But I digress. Yeah, no, these, <laughs> these kids are these are like elementary school kids. I want to be the number one Madden player in the world. He's going to play Madden the best for <laughs> India. Yeah. That is one of the best clips on the internet right now. That's one I've been going back to. It's a wild one. Love it. It's a wild, wild boy. So did you hear 
uh, I think that they actually do this in um, Pakistan and India. Did you hear about the methods that Aaron Rodgers has been using this offseason to clear his mind? I haven't, no. Yeah, he's been doing some funky stuff. Uh, he's been doing some detoxes with some herbal medicines. What kind of herbal medicine? Are we talking like ayahuasca, like some real funky shit? Or So he hasn't uh, said the exact remedies that he's used. <laughs> need to google this before i dive deeper <laughs> yeah so quick google here thank you jamie aaron Rodgers' ancient cleanse cleanse what is panchakarma have you heard of panchakarma no no it sounds like uh sounds like part of the uh, the hindi religion though it's yeah right good transition he's embracing right yeah he's really you. embracing this. this is where he this is a great transition aaron Rodgers went to a cricket match and then in this Pakistani school, he found out about pot, Panchakarma. Wow. On his 12-day... I don't know if you're kidding or not. That fits <laughs> what we're saying way too fucking well. <laughs> so he just got out of a 12-day cleanse. I think he was like interviewed. No, he did... Um, What the fuck is that? Pat McAfee. The Pat McAfee oh, show. Yeah, yeah. That guy. He does like a weekly thing on there. Panchakarma means five actions to eliminate toxins so there's enemas involved there's nasal cleansing wow so, oh so okay. it's a lot deeper than that yeah he's getting shit shoved up his ass and nose <laughs> oh ass and ass and nose right so he said so there's enemas involved and oh, there's wow. nasal cleansing okay there's right. a pu there's a purgation which means we're making sure that your gi tract is very cleansed but it doesn't mean that everybody that goes through pan panchakarma is going to go through induced vomiting. What the fuck? Wow. To me, on the outside, it sounded like a like an intense yoga exercise. But really, they're just scoping his asshole <laughs> and, his, <laughs> and, and bands. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. He's like, what am I going to do this offseason? I didn't win a Super Bowl. I need to get fucking shit shoved up my ass. <laughs> So they're probing his asshole and uh, and um, shoving it, shit up his nose too. That's the, a twelve day per in See, the name second, of um, uh, gastrointestinal health GI tract. Uh, yeah, yeah, man, that's wow. Um, I, I, <laughs> first off, is, he's having this done in India, correct? That's a great question. Um, no, nah, he. I think he's getting this holistic medicine. I don't know where the fuck he's getting it. <laughs> I, I was going to say, with all due respect, I don't think they're the world leaders in knowledge of medicine. I would probably keep it keep it stateside. You don't need to outsource that that work. <laughs> oh no, he was getting he was getting this done in Milwaukee, or it can be oh, done in okay. Milwaukee. So, damn, I'm sure he probably did go somewhere he didn't need to. Some freaky ass people over there, yeah, in, in Honduras, <laughs> and he's like, your best panchakarma treatment. <laughs> Damn, I wouldn't yeah, even know I, where to get that here locally. Like, where can I get that done? <laughs> your local nail salon, <laughs> your nail tech can get that the done. Nail for tech, you. shout out Angel Spa. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, but not quite as good as Jack Harlow's he, nail tech. He can't retire this year. Aaron Rodgers, uh, what a wild thing to do. He definitely got shown that by like his. Uh, Who's it? Shane Woodley or Shane Shailene Woodley? Yeah, that weird bitch he was fucking around with. Yeah, I, um, she was into holistic stuff, so he probably got sent down that path, and now 
<laughs> now he's the one burning sage like Kyrie. <laughs> I heard someone talking about this. They're like, you could get shit shoved up your ass or you could just call your family. Because <laughs> like, oh, yeah, he, he's like a weirdo with that. Like he just, I'm pretty sure he hasn't talked to like his brother or parents in like years. He's just like on his fucking, his own shit. It's weird. I don't know much about him as a person. I just know um, I've seen a lot of people who I'm kind of like in the middle with football. Like I know I know a decent amount, but I'm not the most knowledgeable. People who are on the outside and who don't know much about football look at Aaron Rodgers and are like, "That dude looks like an asshole for no other reason than his hair and mustache." He's <laughs> he's he's gonna get it shit trimmed, dog. I can't tell you how many people have been like. Oh, that guy looks terrible. Yeah, that guy looks, looks like he looks bad with long hair. Yeah, yeah like what are you doing? Like he's like going for like the the squid billy, whatever. You know, I know that's in now, but the squid billy. <laughs> I don't even know. Is that what it's called? I've heard. Yeah, that. like the mullet shit. Yeah, he, yeah. He's it's just long in the back. I don't think any quarterback has won with long hair. Brady didn't win with long hair. Nah, Brady just don't work. God. <laughs> oh yeah, he's uh, he's doing a movie. Did you what? hear about this? No, I didn't. He's doing a road trip movie with oh. like old people. Oh wow! He's gonna be the star in the movie too. Uh, of course, <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect him to want I any wish other I, role. <laughs> I wish I was joking, dude. It's so bad. Oh man! But I think this uh, this means that he's actually retired. I've heard people like rumor that he might go to uh, San Francisco, he might come out of retirement and go there. I doubt it. Yeah, I, I doubt it. I think he's done, he's too. He's done. He's uh, he's finito. Real quick, we were talking about rap music, hip-hop music earlier. We were. Yes, we were. I just wanted to talk about one of one of my favorite rap slangs. Oh. Uh, <laughs> one of the greatest of all time. So we... we F- popularized by many Southern rappers. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, when we're... When Southern rap was being founded. Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're in, a, we're in a, a place in rap now where all you hear kids talk about is... Is cap and and push and pee and push and pee, man. You know, just you know those kind of things. But really, I think some of the greatest slang that's come from from rap is when they called everything, everything cock. Back in the day, you referred to everything as cock. Hey, are there multiple things you could call cock besides pussy? I I know that instead of calling a pussy a pussy, like you would. You know, normally they like to refer to pussy as cock sometimes. <laughs> yes, and that's 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 usually the context you'd hear it in most. There's instances of of Devin the Dude doing this. I stuck my fist up in a cock. Of uh, the game doing this. Let her put on your chain. She can throw you some cock. <laughs> uh, man, I mean that's just. That's just a few. Mac Dre does it in a few of his songs, even. Mm-hmm. Never leaving the spot. Wouldn't even leave for cock. If I needed some cock, I made a hutch come through. Go deep when she bend over hut one two. What? I'm trying to think. Um, I think uh, UGK Pimp C. Okay. Pimp C definitely All right. did. Don't stop. In your butt, in your cock, suck your toes. So we have a good almost half dozen. Legendary rap artist out here uh, calling calling pussy cock. Uh, <laughs> Is there other things you can refer to as cock besides pussy? No, I, okay. I you know, 
<laughs> Dude, what a fucking weird thing to do. I remember the first time I heard that, I think the line was, I stuck my fist up in her cock. Yes, that's a Devin the Dude line, isn't it? I, <laughs> I stuck my fist up in her cock. I think it is. And I, I, I had to pause the song because I was laughing and I rewound it and I was like, what? the fuck did he just say first time i heard first time i heard cock being used in a song like that was <laughs> wouldn't get far with the game and kanye and the game's like game saying you, something baby? like oh she, you you, were, you let her put on the chain she'll throw you the cock i remember being like 12 years old just <laughs> just, just you know <laughs> That line yeah. finally clicks. Yeah. I never even, I never got that until yeah, now, see, actually. Dude, you go I've, back and listen, and, and it's mentioned more times than you'd think. There's I a mean, lot of, there's I, a lot of uh, mislabeling. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they were, they were really progressive that back then. They didn't really care. Him, her, she, yeah. they, yeah, fist, no, I, cock. That's a <laughs> cock pussy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a testament to the way things are. They were the early progressive thinkers, you know? Referring <laughs> referring to <laughs> Oh my oh, man. god. Oh. I wonder if TI ever did that back in the day. He was in the South back then. TI was coming up. Was his first album 2003? Okay. Trap music was his first album. So he might be a little late for that, but uh did you know this is probably the last thing I got on my list here. Did you know that T.I. wanted to be a rapper? Or, well, pfft, wow. <laughs> Scratch that, obviously. Pretty famous rapper. T.I. Uh, is trying to be a stand-up comic now. Oh, shit. Yes, I actually heard that, um, notably in the last episode of Teriyaki Time. Oh, um, yeah, that's right. Yes, yeah, sir. So I didn't play any of the actual clips of him doing stand-up, but I'll show you now and I'll splice it in here, too. Oh, shit. He better be talking about Hyman's. <laughs> 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 that's pure comedy, whether he was trying or not. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I got to throw this in here. I can't, I can't not. Okay. Quite a room we have here. Yeah. Give it up for the ice and the trash on the stage. Wow, he's certainly gone down in venue size. He's literally at like a bar. <laughs> this man was the hottest rapper at one point. <laughs> I heard someone breaking this down. They said like he's because he's already a famous rapper. He has like that confidence on stage to just like stand up there and have everybody look at him. Right. And, and he does have an undeniable stage presence. Exactly. So that's what makes this semi-tolerable, but it's just he doesn't ever get to the point of anything. Hey, listen, man. Uh, I I really want to thank Mr. Purdue and all of the other comedians who have been embracing me. I really want to thank you guys. I really do, you know, because I have found in a very short period of time that this comedy shit is very territorial. <laughs> oh, so he's really trying. <laughs> Motherfuckers is tired of me already. This is early. I'm talking about, imagine not being shit for 17 years in a row and T.I. begins doing comedy, and all of a sudden, in a week and a half, that is the reason that you ain't made it. Can you... <laughs> could you put yourself in that frame of mind? I think, uh... 
I mean, the shit. It, what's odd to me is the motherfuckers hate to see me up here on stage telling my life, sharing my experiences, getting laughs. You supposed to laugh then, don't worry about that. Uh, they hate to see that shit, they, but they have no problem seeing me in prison though. That shit's like, oh yeah, that fits. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, you weren't supposed to laugh that hard just then. It's cool. I ain't gonna trip. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna work through it. I'm gonna work through it. And if anybody knows anything about me, you know, there's a such thing as the king of the South that I invented. Yeah. And the thing about it is, the King of the South shit didn't mean as much to me as it did when motherfucker said that I couldn't have it. Exactly how I feel about comedy. I didn't really, I was just up here just kicking shit, man, having a good time, man. I was just playing around and then motherfuckers like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, oh, you know what? Guess what? I like it here. <laughs> so, deal with it. This is odd. <laughs> No, this is odd. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. Usually it's music and lights and weed. Like, this is odd. Y'all motherfuckers looking at me, eyes full of expectations, not knowing what to expect, hoping I just throw out a big word arbitrarily. If anybody don't understand some of the words that I'm saying as the ambassador of big words, I just ask that you raise your hand and let me know. I'll come to you and we'll talk about it sometime throughout the show. Let's not hold up everybody else's good time, just, you know, but. And he's bombing worse than me on the first five minutes of this podcast. <laughs> What's funny, though, is he's got the nerves out. He's confident. He's just not. He's not providing anything funny. <laughs> yes, it, he could just like deliver a line confidently and then he, he's not worried about people wanting to like him. He doesn't care if people like him or not because he knows he's going back home to a mansion. Exactly. Much. And confidence is certainly a huge part of it. You can tell he has that. But um, man, like that, that no content really whatsoever. <laughs> he's just like, uh, you know, just not even finishing what he's saying. <laughs> So <laughs> he's trying to come up with the bits while he's up there on stage. It's like probably high on lean <laughs> and whatever else. <laughs> That's the trouble, man. He's in trouble, man. Trouble, he's man. Hustle gang. All gold, everything. <laughs> T.I. What are you doing, T.I.? But I think that this is uh, potentially a lane that like rappers could like rappers who were famous when they were younger. Now that they're older, this could actually work if he were to try to, you know, like he says, tell shit about his life, but try to make it funny and self-deprecating. Right, right. If he, or in other words, if he needs the money that badly, because <laughs> I know that dude's got like at least four kids. I I think five. <laughs> Indubitably. Indubitably. He checks all their he uses He uses a lot of long, long syllable words. Shout out to T.I. Um but yeah, he, he, I, he he definitely he must be running out of money, huh? <laughs> I I I hope not, but 
because he he does a lot, right? He's a he's a businessman. He is. I think. A, he's always claimed he's always been a businessman. It's always been about the hustle for him. Uh, I know he had his, <laughs> I know he had a, a TV show with um, his wife. Um, yeah, I think they were. It was on E or something. Him and his wife, Tiny. So he just might like attention a lot too. Yeah. Which, um, well, speaking of Ti, I think I could do stand-up comedy better than Ti. Yeah, I hope. I, I you definitely could. You, I hope. Uh, <laughs> you're not, you know, relying on the on the name like he is. Obviously, <laughs> that is a big part of it. He's got a. He's pretty recognizable. So if he were to be, if we were, if he were to have like a pen name or something, or like change his look, he probably wouldn't be getting any laughs at all. Yeah, exactly. It's just solely off the name. Yeah, but um. Speaking of speaking of TI is an acronym and I want to talk about another another set of acronyms, you know? Um I like acronyms. What's up? <laughs> all right. This whole thing might get cut. Let's go. Let's talk about obscure porn websites. I don't agree with the part about me being horny all hours of the day. A few hours in the day, yes, but not all hours of the day. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what, which ones are you referring to? I only know ones with X in the title. Yeah, well, I was just going to, re- I was referring to ones with just X in the title, you know, XNXX, X videos, X hamster, <laughs> uh, the likes of those. But really, what I want to talk about is some of the really nifty categorical acronyms that they've come up with over the years. Yeah, I some mean, of uh, them are really confusing and long acronyms. Yeah, I mean, there's obvious... Four letters. Yeah. What I mean, are we doing here? You know, just like, like simple BJ. For, for veterans, you know, there's... You have classic, you know, like BBW. People know what that means. BBC. But you got to... Man, some of these new ones. CFNM. What in the hell? J-O-I. <laughs> P-A-W-G. Pog. Yeah, we're going to need some breakdowns. E-Girl. Somewhere. I can fill you in on a couple of these, but I don't. E girl, what the hell? I don't yeah, know what the no. hell that and is. then even even as far as to like ASMR, you know, <laughs> like which which I'm which definitely has places outside of uh, that pornography. is more that is more that is like a sexual thing too. Like, I guess so. I mean, apparently, it can be. Yeah, I mean, because I'm seeing these acronyms and I'm I'm observing them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm researching all of them. And I'm <laughs> compiling. I'm compiling videos. Uh, yeah, no, there's a there's a lot of porn out there, and uh, so CFNM. That's uh, a that's, fun one. I yeah. I actually recently learned what that means. Yeah, I've always I've seen that category, uh, and I don't never clicked on it. I probably have, but even after clicking on it, you know, I don't understand what it is. It's one of those. Like a few <laughs> years ago, I probably did, and then I learned recently also. Yeah, so clothed female nude male <laughs> surprising surprising yeah that's uh i love how specific they're getting with it nowadays yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh man i mean people know what they like people know what they want so that's, that's what that's what the internet is for joi that's one that i had to it's one of, my favorites. <laughs> one, of, one of my favorites one of my favorites that's <laughs> <laughs> jerk off instructions oh, they were talking about this on flagrant the other day too, right? yeah they were like, like yo <laughs> al goes like yo you need to be told what to do with your dick <laughs> right you need what to be told fuck? how to do it. you lame ass motherfucker <laughs> i'm doing what i want with my own shit now I do what I want. yeah oh, oh man. man 
it's weird to like observe those yeah and see like people actually are like getting off to the shit it's like no kink shaming obviously but no we're never kink shaming we're not about that on i on was teriyaki just, time nah <laughs> this is a welcome invi- open invitation to all kinks <laughs> I was listening to another podcast. Uh, it's called Bad Friends. It's got two comedians, Bobby Lee and Andrew Santino. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about, um, on this episode, the most recent one, Bobby Lee's wife was on the podcast too. So oh, Andrew, shit. he started asking about like their bedroom stuff, like role play, like what they do and shit. Oh, God. And then like... I get messy. Yeah, Bobby Lee's wife starts talking about like scat play and shit. <laughs> She's like, he always talks about my ass and like my shit. It's like, how do people actually get off to that stuff? It's like, God damn, man, that's nasty. But there's a whole group of people. It's like, eh, I don't know. I guess if you're like really intimate with somebody, I'm like, maybe, but it's, it's like, you need to get really close to somebody and that's not. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. When you're watching something on the internet, too, you can kind of, like, compartmentalize shit. It's just, like, you're doing anything to, like, get a nut, pretty much. <laughs> and then, yeah, porn is porn is nasty. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just thought the... I love all the acronyms, man. I just think it's creative. It's fun. Yeah, I, I, want, I want them to keep coming up with more and, mm. and puzzling people like myself. You know, I feel like, you know, I, I feel like we're the older generation, you know, looking mad. We're, we're the ones having a Urban Dictionary this shit. <laughs> Shit, what does pushing P mean again? <laughs> I still don't know, <laughs> goddamn. That was like a month ago. People have already pretty much stopped saying that. I, I've only heard that song like once or twice. Yeah. That's they, how it, I know I'm getting old. I think it's the whole album was... Uh, Future or Drake? It was, it was gonna. <laughs> 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 That's how you know. <laughs> All right. Well, I think uh, on that note, we've been going for a little over an hour here. Uh, I think we're going to wrap up. This has been episode 16 of the Teriyaki Time Podcast. Thank you for hanging out with me, Bray. I appreciate it. I, uh, thank you so much for having me on, man. Yeah, anytime, anytime. Uh, it's nice sitting down with two people, chopping it up. Dude, these mic stands are so much better. So comfortable. Yeah, when I was recording with Steve on the other episode, I only had one of these, so. Love you, Steve. Yeah, love you, Steve. Now that I had two, he called me twice during this. <laughs> trying to listen to T.I. do stand-up, but. Um, yeah, so that has been uh, episode 16. Thank you for listening and hanging out. Peace out. Much love, friends. I'm out the roof of a old school. Trying to campaign. Smoking champagne. Doing a damn thing. And it's a damn shame. How these smirks taste. But these Gilligans been tripping since my first take. Well, here's another knob. Dope as a hubba rock. For you to bump while you're siding through the parking lot. After the club, pulling on the dub. Hollering at Hutches just trying to get dug. Out, drought on niggas like me. M to the D from the ROMP. Bo Billy. Using gangster scare tactics. Tennis shoot. Pippin' in my Nike Air Maxes Back on the street after five in the summer I'm looking saucy, somebody get a camera Oh, you mad? I ain't mad at you I thought you knew I'm just doing what I do I'm doing what I do Bitch, don't get mad if I'm not fucking with you I'm not fucking with you Or fucking with you And damn sure ain't fucking with you I'm doing what I do. This is what I do. Bitch, don't get mad if I'm not fucking with you. I ain't fucking with you. Or fucking with you. Damn sure.